welcome back to week eight of Cinemegan Theaters. Uh, I guess for those who are listening to this at a later date, um, we just finished watching City Lights, um, which was directed and actually starred Charlie Chaplin, and it came out uh, in 1931, which is, yeah, 90 years ago. Um, I thought it was funny because anything like in the 20s or 30s, I always think of like my great grandmother because uh, she was born in 1923 and still thriving to this day. And <laughs> so she was eight when this movie came out. And I did the math and that would be like <laughs> if in 2096, like my great grandkids um, led a discussion on cars. Um, <laughs> so I I thought that would be kind of funny up in the future. So if you guys ever meet my great grandkids, make sure to tell them that they do that because that would be really funny. Um, but yeah, so City Lights, uh, as I just said, was released in 1931. Um, it was released right in the beginning of Talkies. Um, like when Talkies first started, um, I guess weren't invented <laughs> and became really popular. And so it was definitely a risk that Charlie Chaplin released this movie during the height of this new technology um, because a lot of like the silent era uh, filmmakers, actors, actresses, they lost their popularity during this time. And it actually be, was a huge commercial and critically successful film for the time. Um, I think one of the, I guess, yeah, the, one of the techniques that really nailed in like the success of this film was the use of sound in itself, like uh, being synchronized. Uh, even though they didn't use the dialogue, they definitely, Charlie Chaplin used sound as the punchline for a lot of his jokes. I'm thinking just, um, oh, like the kazoos when like the, I'm assuming it was like a mayor character, or like some leader in the beginning. Um, just when they're, uh, unveiling the statue, um, I totally forget what the name of that whistle is. You guys know what I'm talking about? Okay. Anyway, the whistle that, like, that goes when he's eating the spaghetti. Um, and yeah. So also with this synchronized sound, there was a synchronized film score, which Charlie Chaplin uh, composed himself, because by this point, a lot of movie theaters have got, had gotten rid of their live orchestra um, area in, the, in each theater, so there had to be synchronized score. Um, yeah, so he composed everything, except for um, the, late, uh, the light motif, uh, which basically, that was like that portion of the score that whenever... Um, the blind girl was introduced, which <laughs> that's her character name is blind girl, which I feel like she could have used a better, like could have used a name. Um, but that was not composed by Charlie Chaplin. It was actually composed originally by Jose Padilla. And <laughs> the original composer actually sued Charlie Chaplin for not cre crediting him in the film. And Charlie Chaplin lost that lawsuit. So yeah, I know I had mentioned this in like a few weeks ago on one of like the first Cinemagan Theaters thing I, I did because uh, I was talking about comedy and 
comedy has always been like looked at or I've heard just people say like it ages the quickest and possibly like the poorest <laughs> like I don't know even like I studied TED for a class in college because I paid money to do that and that was fun yeah yeah <laughs> Vernon you were there Alana you might have been there too and TED came out within the past decade and that movie has aged horribly in, in just a decade and yet this movie is um not, I'm like what year but it is 90 years old and I don't know about you guys um but like there I, there were moments where I did like give out a chuckle um the when he's sitting on the stoop not the stoop the uh ledge by the fence and like the girl like throws water at him because he doesn't know or even like the lucky rabbit's foot and then the guy is brought in and he's like he totally lost so he's trying to get rid of the um this I guess bad luck and I I guess I'm curious if you guys think that this film aged well speaking about like the comedic genre like in that realm I I think I didn't really laugh mm -hmm. at all. That's right. I liked the boxing scene. The boxing scene was really cool. But other than that, I kind of was kind of just like whatever. But I think in terms of, of like his and Charlie Chaplin's like influence, I think that aged really well. Because mm -hmm. because like obviously in like uh, people like the Three Stooges with like physical comedy. You can see his influence in that, even in like Abbott and Costello, which is a few decades later, but still old, like in today's standards. Like they're like actual like stand-up comedians, mm -hmm. sort of, where they're like actually telling jokes. But within their mannerisms, you can see a lot of Chaplin, and even um, the uh, I watch a lot of Magic, so like uh, Penn and Teller. Specifically, Teller with him because his like character he doesn't speak when he's in character, and a lot of his and like they use a lot of like comedic stuff like most comedians because like you can't really just do comedy for an hour and have that be entertaining. But he like this is the first time I've seen like a full Chaplin movie and like a lot of Teller's like just like um actions and just like the way he moves around stage is like very Charlie Chaplin Charlie Chaplin esque. And in that sense, it like aged really well because that was kind of cool to see how decades later he's influencing people. But mm -hmm. yeah, I didn't really laugh. Yeah. Oh, and it's like, like totally okay if you movie. guys if this wasn't like your favorite movie. By the way, that again, it's like a it's a ninety year old movie. Um, and I will admit, although I am, I think it was IMDb said like has a higher rating for City Lights. This is not my favorite Charlie Chaplin movie after watching it. I'm like, I get there were some points, but I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like you, yeah, like you, like, like you said, comedy really ages poorly. Mm -hmm. But. And a 90 year old silent film. Yeah. I didn't expect much. And, you know, I wasn't necessarily disappointed, but yeah, it's a 90 year old comedy movie, silent film. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I agree. Where it's the I'm trying to think. I'm always like blinking on words when I do this thing, but I guess 
the tricks i hate using that word because i was going to talk about tricks too um but the tricks or elements we'll use the word elements the elements that charlie chaplin uses in this movie for to, to get that laugh that i'm assuming people really resonated with in 1931 it is evident that it has carried on for decades after um also a lot of um a lot of people have described this as a modern comedy like what you were saying vernon where future films um and did you say a stand-up comedian did work like this uh abbott and costello you might have heard their like their most popular joke is uh who's on first i'd like it wasn't necessarily like their they were like there's like they're actually like telling like stand-up jokes mm-hmm. like they're really old. i think they were like in the 60s like 50s 60s but just like the way they moved around like they moved it was oh, like, okay. like a lot of like cha- like like the way i don't know chaplin has a really and i think it's kind of like playing it up because it's like a silent film you kind of have to like overact Mm-hmm. But like the way he moves to like try to get a reaction, like they, like they, like they very much um, have like that same kind of style. Yeah, he's he's playing a character too, the tramp. Uh, it's, yeah. He also in the Gold Rush, um, the kid. I think a few other movies, but it's the same character that we follow. So, which I I like that about <laughs> old cinema where there were like multiple films with like the same characters, and they just like. Each story, each film is like totally different. They they don't go back. It's not a trilogy. Like they stand. It's a standalone film with the same characters. Um, yeah, this. I mean, obviously, it's slapstick comedies, a lot of physical stuff, and I think, like, although props were used, it wasn't necessarily like trick cinema. Like there were some instances of it, like when the guy eats the soap, but for the most part, it was like propelled like the comedy was propelled by like the action um or of the characters or the plot so the action of the characters or the characters reactions to the plot um yeah which is trying (laughs) the tramp is trying to uh start a romantic relationship with the blind girl which Part of me, like, <laughs> I, I once heard that, I hope I'm, do you guys, do you guys mind if I talk about another Charlie Chaplin film? I don't know if I would, like, spoil it or anything. I, I personally, <laughs> just in case everyone. anyone's dying to go see another one. Um, but a professor once told me that in most Charlie Chaplin movies, especially ones with the tramp, he does not get the girl at the end. And so I know in the gold rush, he does get the girl, which is pretty surprised. Like when we watched it in class, my professor was like, this never happens. Um, and I feel like it's kind of up in the air with this one, which I, I think just even, I don't know. It just kind of, I thought that. I thought it was obvious he did. Like at first, like when like she first saw him, I thought, oh, this is going to be kind of a sad ending. But I think once she realized it was him, it was kind of obvious that he did get the girl i feel like it's gonna take like a week and then she's gonna be like nah (laughs) and i might be a horrible person (laughs) to think that also her mom might not approve or her grandma yeah might not approve so we don't know actually what will happen next yeah because he also does not have that money anymore um yeah 
but yeah um a lot of just charlie chaplin as a filmmaker a lot of people have also described him as a the profession the professional oh my gosh the perfect <laughs> i can't talk he is a perfectionist film director um fun fact um the scene where the blind girl is introduced when she's sitting down and like selling flowers uh charlie chaplin made her take that scene like uh 342 takes for that one scene <laughs> um it's been said that uh virginia Sherrill and chaplin did not get along at all and what yeah if, so, some, if someone so made me do a scene for 342 takes for like one, one scene for like you know two minutes i i don't think i'd be the biggest fan of them either um he obviously also influenced uh, Stanley Kubrick and David Fincher, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like has to get that shot <laughs> and um, does a lot of retakes. And he did so many retakes that he shot 314,256 feet of film um, throughout the 500 and plus days of filming. And the ending, the end film, only used about 893 feet. That's power. That's an <laughs> asshole thing to deal with. Like, <laughs> but film, film is so expensive. Yeah. You're just being an asshole at that point. A hundred percent. And yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, too, like, I saw your comments where it was, like, $22 for rent. That's crazy. It ended up being about $350 in today's um, that's still currency. Jesus. Yeah, that's still, like, not much. Like, he also went through about 20 actresses before he hired Virginia Cheryl. Um, and then this is the, the funnest fact I found online was Charlie Chaplin hired Cheryl after he thought she was blind because... She was very nearsighted and refused to wear glasses. Hmm. So he met her actually at a at a wrestling or a boxing match, which is kind of funny because the and the whole like the the climatic scene is the boxing scene. Um, and yeah, <laughs> she just like couldn't see like a few like. After a few feet away from her, she couldn't see anymore, and she just refused to wear glasses. Um, Sorry, I'm not sure if you know this, but what do you mean by like tw he went through like 20 different actresses? Like 20 different actresses were higher, or he just like? Oh no, no, they auditioned. Oh, okay. She okay. did. Um, he did fire her like halfway through filming. Uh, Cheryl, he fired, and then he brought in the actress from the Gold Rush. But then, like a. I don't know how soon after, but pretty soon after he rehired Cheryl because he had like shot half the film already. So he would even have to shoot more film because like, she's the lead actress and you can't fire the lead actress halfway through. Um, Very short sighted uh, decision making. But. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, I'm. Thank you for letting me screen this movie. That's kind of all I've really had discussion-wise. Does anyone have any like for at least for my notes? But I'm up if anyone else had like questions, comments.
opinions they would like to share about the movie. Where? I thought it was an interesting experience because I've never seen a silent film. So I'm happy that I got to experience it with you. <laughs> oh, <yay. laughs> I'm, yeah, I, I thought about that <laughs> while we were watching. I was like, I wonder if Cassie's ever seen a silent movie. Um, no, yeah, that was that was interesting. I didn't think that I thought it was going to be totally silent. And mm-hmm. then when they had like the sound effects, I was like, oh, OK, that like that adds to it. Like that makes it. I don't know, it just gives it something extra than what I was expecting. Yeah, uh, because especially during this time, like, synchronized film, um, or, like, synchronized Mm -hmm. sound with film uh, was invented by then. Um, Yeah, I'm curious. I guess I should know this as I'm leading the discussion, but, like, he didn't do any, like, talking film roles, right? Like... No, he did. He He did. did. Oh, what was it? Oh, I forgot what it was. um, I think it was the one. I'm not sure if it was the one, but no, he did at least one, and it was the one where he gave the speech. Ah, uh, I don't remember. I just remember was learning it the about dictator? it. And... Yes, it was the dictator. He talks. Yeah, I'm not sure I, if the I whole. Want, I want to watch that one as well. Um. Yeah, I'll probably skip that week. Oh, I but, screen it here. Yeah. <laughs> but I know he gives. I know he gives a speech at one point in the movie, mm-hmm. and I've seen that. But I'm not sure about the rest of the movie. Because I think that's the first time he talks in that movie. Is when he gives the speech. The speech is good. But, yeah. We'll have to do, like, a real, like, like a, like a classic OG silent film viewing. So, like, we'll all get here. We'll, I'll send you guys, like, the film reels. You can figure it out. And then I'll hire an orchestra to go to each of your houses to do a live performance. Um right there so let me know if that would be of interest to any of you guys you must be making money from this i need a cut what if you if you must be making money from this if you're doing all that i need a cut (laughs) the cinemegan theaters foundation um yeah i yeah charlie chaplin's a, a, a he's a character in himself and i i do enjoy his movies they they have aged, obviously, but I think the the core of it is pretty timeless. But yeah, I would love to see him like fully in like doing like movies with like sound and like dialogue. I just wanted to, I don't know I would, I would just find it very interesting to see how he navigate how he would navigate that and how and what he would create because I. Because even like I didn't love, even though I didn't like this movie, I can see how it was innovative and um, like funny for the time. And I think he, I think he would be talented in any generation. I just wanted, I would just be curious to see, like what he would do with like uh, if he fully embraced like uh, the technology of like using dialogue and stuff like that. Yeah, I I mean that's a I'm thinking too like that would he'd have to go into like a whole other different way of acting. Um, yeah and and that's what unfortunately like killed a lot of like silent films uh stars uh, careers was that it's just a hard transition because you're you're acting like yeah you're fully acting like with every part of your body like with a silent film because you have to convey full sentences without saying anything yeah because you can't really be subtle and like give 
yeah there, there's no subtext to like silent films like i mean there might like that's tricky to pull off but usually it's very like um oh again i'm at a loss of words it's very evident and like outrageous in the way that they're acting that i'm thinking like i thought it'd be funny if like charlie chaplin like joined like martin martin scorsese's like next project <laughs> like <laughs> Nah, next dramatic role <laughs> imagine how many takes it would like he would have <laughs> i yeah that's another thing too is like would charlie chaplin be cool with digital nowadays because i know we watched a documentary in class too I, um about whether or not like filmmakers should stick to film or if like using a digital camera is all right um people have varying opinions on the medium and if Charlie Chaplin was able to take that many takes and use that many feet of actual film would he be cool with just doing like a take digitally and like looking at it immediately following it because with film you'd have to wait at least a day for it to develop oh yeah yeah Hmm. I don't think Charlie Chaplin would be a happy camper nowadays. Like, I bet he, like, he'd probably be, like, fine. I bet he'd be, like, impossible to work with. But he was also, like, from what I'm, like, looking at, he probably was impossible to work with in the 30s, too. Just because he had that vision that he was going to get it no matter what. You're only, you're only impossible to work with if you don't have the juice. But after 342 got- takes... If you got the juice, fuck it. You can do what you want. You can do what you want when you're popping. You're That's not gonna the reason be, he got. You're not famous. gonna be popular though. <laughs> like you might be popular at the end, but you're not gonna be popular with your coworkers. So yeah, you no. give and take. You give and take. You know. Um. But yeah, um, thank you guys for joining. Um, this week, A little. I was gonna say like a little diversion of what we usually do because we haven't watched a a really old movie like this. Um, but yeah, I hope to see you guys next week and thanks again for joining. All right, bye. Bye. Goodbye. Bye.